You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Good morning. Welcome into the show. It's the 20th of July on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Tom, Ricky, we're your hosts. A lot to get to today. Ricky, good morning. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Lovely. And uh, we got a lot to get to today. A little MLB, a lot of NBA. Lot to get to. We want to touch on some NFL, a few NFL things, because our our talk yesterday really had me thinking all day about our discussion and uh, had me thinking about our discussion and just really excited for the NFL season to come along. Um, and dug up and was listening to a few things, a few people talk that I wanted to um, tell you about. Oh, you know I love. Anything to do with the NFL, Tom. So that's what we'll get into today. We'll start with the MLB in kind of recapping yesterday's plays. Um, I had a push. The Angels did not win in the first five. It was 0-0 through the first five. The Athletics ended up uh, rallying and, and scoring some runs, which, Ricky, you asked me why. I only liked the first five, um, and there it was. Kind of yep. came full circle for us. Even though we didn't win, we didn't lose. Um, so I pushed. Uh, Ricky had a great play. Dug up a really, really nice play with the Red Sox. I was big fan of that. And uh, plus 120 for a half a unit, that cashes. Yep, yep. And then uh, Steady Picks System had the Tigers on the money line against the Rangers. First time I bet the Tigers, maybe all season, Tom. I uh, the write up, the write up sold me, but I didn't realize what a cash cow these Tigers have been. Yeah, you kind of uh, they're, they're they're they have a lot of value to bet on them. I really think so, um, which you you'll see a in a little amount. bit here. Um, and then the other game here was the Padres on the money line against the Braves minus one fifty eight. That game was postponed. Ah, uh, yes. I see that. I see that. Uh, so, overall, a good day for us. Two, two, one game pushed, one game postponed, and two winners posted on the site, which is fantastic. 
Um, a little bit of housekeeping stuff, Ricky. I've been meaning to do this. Um, the fantasy football show will be starting soon, which is very exciting. You'll be part of that at some uh, in some way, Ricky. So really excited for that and for you. That's excellent. Can't wait. The um, Dan at Nothing But Net, our 9 o'clock show here on Steady Picks Radio, he um, is currently going through every NFL team as NBA is kind of winding down, he does this when uh, you know on the off days for the finals, and he's going through a season preview. So it's actually, and I'll tell you what, I've listened to every single one. It's a really cool little format because it's literally a, a bit of a shorter episode, and it just is packed with everything you need to know for that one particular team. So you can kind of run through them all, and you can run through several of them in like an hour. And really feel like you didn't miss a beat with the NFL. I've been really enjoying those too, Tom. And Dan Have you been listening to him? In the NFL. He's he's a sharp guy, so it's very it's insightful. Yeah, we've got a lot of NFL people uh involved here at Steady Picks, so it'll be interesting to see how the picks vary uh this year as we have just kind of more um opinions than we ever had more places to post things and talk about things. So I'm really anxious to see how the angle, like the views of people differ this time around. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun, Tom. Um, Matt with Vegas always knows. I'll tell you what, that guy knows how to pick some games. Just Can you get a, a cash register noise whenever yeah, you mention I'm his gonna name? I'm going to have to. I feel like he needs a cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> he really does because he's just excellent. And the way he looks at things is very logical and calculated. Um, really fun to listen to him. So he, that's um, on at noon. Um, and then the, the last bit of housekeeping is the Cage Side podcast, which is a Philly-based UFC podcast. He has different guests on from the area and beyond. And that airs at 5 o'clock every day here on Steady Picks Radio. And it's not a new episode every day. It's once a week, um, Fridays, it's released. And the new one's posted. Uh, most Fridays, that is. So if you enjoy that, stay tuned for those Fridays. But it replays all week in case uh, you miss it. Such a good show there, too, Tom. They have some um, really good guests. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if everyone's caught up on some of the most recent episodes, but an incredible guest list. Um, the host of the show, I believe, Will, you know, he he's just a really cool guy. He, he Always just good conversation in the show. I really enjoy it. I haven't missed an episode of that yet either. So encourage everyone, whether you're a fan of the UFC or not, it's it's great content. And the last bit is, again, Steady Picks is now free. 100% free. SteadyPicks.com. Go sign up today. Help you become a better sports better. Better handicapper. That's what we do. Ricky, to the MLB, is there anything that you like today in the MLB? 
Anything that jumps out to you? I've got two plays. So nothing for me in the MLB tonight, Tom. My attention will be turned 100% to the NBA. Um, so I'm going to kick it back to you for anything baseball. Okay. I've got um, two plays, and we won't take uh, all show with, with these two. But um, what I have feared and what I kind of maybe more or less talked this into existence is the slump after the all-star break. And I feel like I'm catching that. I feel like I'm, I'm about to get on the roller coaster. The the seatbelt just locked in. I'm going up the hill because I haven't really won anything since I think I won one game lost two, and then had like two games get postponed or, or pushed. So I'm feeling a little bit nervous. You've done a good job minimizing damage um, out of the gate, though, because, you know, one and ones, they don't hurt you too much the way that you pick with uh, reasonable odds. Thank you. And that's exactly why I I look for opportunities like that. And today I found uh, two games that I like very much. The first one is at 7-10. Um, and the reason I hinted at this earlier, but it's the Detroit Tigers at home against the Rangers. I really think they're a good home team. I almost liked them yesterday. I'm glad that they got some attention on the, on the steady pick system, but I really like them here. Scooball is very good. His numbers are worse than they should be based on his expected numbers. He's a lefty. And Dane Dunning, I mean, is just not good. And nor are the Rangers. But Dane Dunning, 4.2 expected ERA. Has one of the bottom 15th percentile uh, hard hit rate. Everything is just slightly below 50% other than that. Just a 40%, 40 percentile kind of guy. Um, whereas Scooball, I think, is a little bit better than that. I think they get up for Scooball when he pitches. And I think it's a, a solid play. Solid play. I like that, Tom. One other note, something that caught my eye as I, I did glance at a couple of the baseball games. The Rangers are ice cold. Hitting that was the, the other part. Since the All-Star break. They've scored two runs since the All-Star break, Tom. They've been blank three games in a row. Three games in a row, zero runs. And I just don't really think they're a team you want to bet on to to change it. Like They're not really what? the team you're itching to say, oh, they're going to break the bad streak of hitting. I agree with that. When is the trade deadline? Uh, it's maybe 10 days away. So we're approaching because I know Joey Gallo is a name that's been floating out there. Um, I'd be curious to see. I think I think there's going to be some big moves, Tom. Not to get us off off track of your play here, but the Rangers have a couple good pieces that I think they're going to be looking to part ways with. I don't see it getting better for them in the second half. I don't either. I don't either. But uh, so, what did you get there in terms of uh, price? I think it's a minus one ten play, just a very standard minus one ten on the money line. 
Like it. Yeah, the Rangers are five and twelve when Dunning starts. Ugh. I was looking for the Rangers. I had it earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. For the Rangers split against lefties. But I could not find my note that I had made for it. But that's okay. I like it, Tom. The only reason I don't know that I'm going to ride with this is because I bet on the Tigers last night. And do we trust them to take can't two go days back in to the row? well? Can't go back to the well. Not on not on them yet, but I I get it. I don't know. I, I think, hey, everything seems to line up. So I like the play, though. So um, Tigers against the Rangers there. My second play today. Um, is a, a bit of a weird one. I'm actually taking the Minnesota Twins plus 150 on the road against the White Sox. And I know at face value this is not a, a pretty play by any means. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's really not a pretty play, but the value is there in the my model. The numbers come out and say that this is a must play whether you like it or not. So wow. that's what I'm doing today. Keuchel is just very bad, very, very bad. And I know the, the White Sox are hot and they're hitting well, and I un, I know all of that. But Keuchel is not very good, and he could easily let this game get out of control. So Keuchel, I'm looking at his numbers. On the surface, Tom, the record's not so bad, but you're right. <laughs> When you start to look at uh, the ERA and then dig into some of the deeper pitching metrics, it's not very impressive. So 5.6 expected ERA. Uh, his K rate is one of the is one of the worst for starters in the league. He's not striking guys out anymore. Expected uh, batting average, one of the worst in the league, almost 300. Just shy of 300 batting average expected against. Weighted on base numbers, expected weighted on base. Not good. Gosh. Not good. The, I mean, The Twins have just good. been a money pit, though, Tom. I know. That's what scares me about this play. The numbers line up and like it. Keuchel, I'm telling you, can so easily throw a game away in a blink of an eye. I mean, you've seen it over time and time again all season, letting up seven runs against the Tigers, who can't hit either. Uh, that was beginning of the month. I love this play the most, Tom, because not many people have would have the stomach for it. And uh, I like that you just see right through the numbers and – this is what it is, and that's the play. And for better or for worse, that's what I do sometimes. I think you have to have, but on the face face value, I don't hate this play. Remove all the numbers. I don't hate this play because the White Sox are one of the luckier teams so far. They should not have 57 wins. Oh, and, the doubleheader. Are you aware? Oh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. No. It's not a doubleheader, but it's oh, saying it me. G1 next to the starter, which is throwing me off. Ah, okay. Okay. I was going to say I didn't think so. Because it's too late. It's an 8-10 game. Yeah, this is not a doubleheader. But on, on the face, on the surface, I don't hate it. 
I really don't. The Twins have been, you know, not great, but I, I think it's worth the play here. Hey, well, we trust you. You're up 15 units. So there you have it. Tom's got a one-unit play on the Detroit Tigers, minus 110. And he's got a one-unit play on the Minnesota Twins. I'm seeing a plus 150. Is that what you got, Tom? It is. At plus 150. And, uh, hey, 15 units, like I said. The guy's been winning. Man, Man, oh, man. That's an ugly play. That's as ugly as you'll find. I'm not going to lie. Twins are bad against the 3-10 and against the White Sox. The thing is, though, Tom, they're... Like if you look look at the trend side of it, you're not going to see any positive with them yep. in almost any scenario, and they're going to win games. So you almost can't really like go too far down that hole, you know. The biggest problem is I just if my numbers spit out a plus one hundred five on the Twins, and I find them at plus one fifty, that this game is quite possibly the biggest discrepancy I've had all season long. I didn't even want to say that because it's disgusting. But this this should be a huge play for me. But at some point you gotta take into account some other things and look at it. Seventy one percent win rate for the White Sox as a home favorite, plus nearly nine units as a home favorite this year. I gotta think some regressions do there. Like they've as favorites, they're up over ten units. They're uh, they're fifty and twenty three. Tom, as betting favorites this season, the White Sox. That is, yep. Especially when you look at their you know advanced stats and expected stats as a team, they're one of the luckiest teams in baseball. Hey, we'll we'll see. Hopefully that that stomach you got will will pay off for you tonight, and you'll have a nice uh, plus money win. So two plays for me. That's what we got here. Um, Ricky, uh, we'll save the NBA game for last. I want to touch on um, an NFL, a few things that I was listening to and wanted to share with you. What'd you dig up? So Let me hear. Talking about the NFL, I'm so excited for the contests this year. I know we've talked about this before, but DraftKings is having a, a very nice little contest, um, which it will be available, you know, in in PA. Uh, normally, you'd have to do it in Vegas, and you'd have to get there to sign up. You have to be there in person to sign up, and then you got to pay a proxy to put your plays in if you don't live near the casino. Uh, and it just turns into a mess. So we've never done it that way. Now you can do it all online through DraftKings. And I couldn't be more excited to get involved with that. Um, And I I thought you would love to hear that because you will certainly be having an entry. And when we talk about winning, losing, that's the best place to uh, put your money where your mouth is, Ricky. Oh, Tom, if there's one thing I've always done that you have to give me credit for, I've always put my money where my mouth was. (laughs) And that will not change. I'm saying let's fly our asses out to Vegas and pay the proxy and do the other one too. Is it so – just so I understand, you, you go to Vegas, you have to be in person to sign up. What's the proxy? Because you have to be at the casino weekly to place your, your bets. 
I think now they can do it on the app. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Maybe, you have uh, to be located. You can't do it from home. So you end up paying a proxy to place your bets for you, to put your plays in for you. Ah, yeah. And it has a cost. And if they miss one, you know, it's obviously disastrous. So it, it's just not worth it. Agreed, agreed. We'll, we'll stick with DraftKings. Stick with PA. But it's $1,500 to enter. A million dollar top prize. I think the pot is $4 million of guaranteed money. Um, there's 820 people signed up as of right now, which I just thought was interesting. There's no limit to how many people can sign up, but I thought it was interesting. 820 people or so. I kind of don't like that it's not capped. But then again, if you're if you're putting up the 1500 is it one entry only? You can have a max of three if you'd like. Hmm. In the way... I mean, I'll, I'll be in for at least an entry. No question. The way it works is um, five games against the spread every week. Five games against the spread. You get one bye week. So one of the weeks you can... Not make plays. So you get there's 17 weeks in the NFL. You miss one. That's 16 weeks that count. And um, it should be a really fun time. Should be really really good. The lines come out early in the week. They don't move as it is a contest, so that you can't really move. So they don't move. You pick five games. Best record at the end of the year wins the money. So anyway, the reason I wanted to talk about this, Ricky, is uh, the the Vegas contest. I always keep up, uh, I guess, last year, last two years, I've kind of kept up with the Vegas contests. They like they come out and they talk about it a lot and who's doing what. And there is a gentleman by the name of Las Vegas Chris, who I'm trying to get on the show right now before it gets too busy with football season, but Las Vegas Chris. And this guy is the ultimate NFL better. Sounds like my kind of guy. And he, um, in the last 10 years, he's done very, very well at these contests. Last year, he had two entries. He finished second and fifth out of like 3,000 people. Do you know what that paid? any chance second like paid finish. uh you had to it was tied for second for 400 grand so it was 200 a piece for the tide at second and then the tide at fifth was 40 grand um and then is he there won. a prize tom for like if you finish like let's say in the top 100 no so how many get paid out um i think roughly it might be top 100 it might stretch uh, maybe 80. Okay. 60. Just trying to gauge it. It's tough. It's tough to cash, but, you know. You're there to win. Guy made a quarter of a million dollars, so. Yeah. Anyway, he is um famous for just being a really good NFL handicapper, right? Obviously, he, he is. Last two seasons, he's been 60. Four percent. If you combine his last two seasons, and he had two entries in each season, if you combine those all together, 
He's at 64%, which is amazing. And he'll tell you, too, that is, like, un, unheard of. It's very good. All that tells me is I should be fucking famous, too. I went 65 and 37, 63.7%, plus 21.9 units, and I am not famous, Tom. I'm just Ricky from Steady Picks here, giving it out for free now. Shit, I'd be my curious. Picks are free now. I'd be curious if we took out your teasers and, and parlays and money line plays. Like, you're just against the spread. I'd be really curious to see what that came out to. It would not be good, and I'll. I'll admit it. It would not be near. Oh, I'm not even saying it maybe wouldn't be good. I'm just was saying I'm curious. No, but you're you're 100 percent right, Tom, because I'm notoriously known for getting a, getting a little creative and getting away from spreads. And I had I was not one thing I got extremely lucky with last NFL season is almost every game that I just like hammered. I probably went seven for eight in those games, and that doesn't happen that frequently. So. I'm not going to lie and act like, you know, I'm some, you know, guru whiz who really just crushes the spreads. But, hey, like 63.7% across over 100 plays is really good. Absolutely. And that's why I was really excited to have you get in on this contest because I think um, I just think it'll be really interesting when you've got to pick games just against the spread. Like let's, I, I'm curious to game. see how you do. I really am. And if it is, if it is north of sixty percent that of the, you know, that you pick them with the spread, then God bless you. you're going to be a rich man. Hey, we'll we'll be super transparent with it on this show. Everybody's got my word. I'll give out my plays for that on the show throughout the entire season, so everybody knows how I'm doing. Tom, if you do an entry, I know you'll do the same. So whether I shit the bed or crush it, everyone will have a front row seat who listens to Wake Up and Wager. <laughs> I think what we're going to do and what I was thinking about is one entry for you, one for me, and one for um, the steady pick system. Kind of takes Ooh, all the that. bias out. Let's just play the best five steady pick system plays every week and just see what happens. That sounds like a plan, Tom. Let's do exactly that. And it's, we'll, we'll give them out on the show every every day or every uh, week. I love it. I love it. It should be a lot of fun. And um, I just had to bring that up because I was listening to a few interviews with him over the last you know month or two. And this guy is just like you would never expect somebody like this guy to be like the best NFL handicapper on the face of the earth. I would love to see his plays. I'm such a nerd in that sense. Like. Was he going totals? What you know? I don't know. I just I would love to dig in on try to find uh, themes within the way he was betting. Um, you know, but so because it's a contest, there's always a bit of uh, strategy involved in what you're picking. So from listening to him talk, he says a lot of times I'll stay away from games that everybody is on. Smart. Like if I know everyone's going to be on. The Giants. I don't want any part of that game, let alone that side. Like, I'm not fading it. I'm just trying to stay away from it. Right. And sometimes you can't. But he said, general rule of thumb is I'm trying to stay away from the most popular games. 
you don't gain anything by following the herd and picking what everyone else is picking. What I love too about the idea of this this competition, Tom, is the guy had a second place in the fifth place finish. It's cut and dry. You know, his strategy is working well. Uh, you know, there's no hiding from whether it's working or not. You know, you'll you, you rank where you rank, and that's that. So this guy clearly had a good strategy. And it's but it's crazy because when you hear him talk, it almost sounds like he doesn't have one. Like I, I, as crazy as it sounds, he says the smartest people don't tip their hands. That's what they say. I know that. I know that. But a lot of these guys that go on and talk about this stuff, they'll give you something. Creating competition, Tom. He doesn't want to have someone uh, j- jumping into the competition with his exact system. If he's really, I mean, think about it. I'm not so asking for the, to sell the farm. Yeah, true, true. But he's, he's he knows something. This guy. That's a. He's doing something right. Oh no doubt. I just wanted to hear like more than using it myself. I don't care about using it. I just wanted. I'm just so fascinated by what is he looking at, or maybe what's he thinking. He said he doesn't look at the games until Saturday. He doesn't even look at the lines. Hmm. They don't move with the contest, and he said. There's so many injuries and COVID and blah, 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 that he's like, I don't even look at it. It's just not even worth my time. I look at it on Saturday. You get all your numbers together. He said the biggest thing you can do is stay on top of the injury report and make my plays, and then I I uh, submit them three minutes before they're due. Yeah, you. One one other point to... Tom, and I'm not sure where you stand on this, but last year, I don't care what anybody says, it was a shit show of a season in the NFL, and it was unlike any other year previous to it. I almost feel like this year will be a little more normal in the sense where you won't be dealing with... Actually, I shouldn't say that, because look what's going on in baseball. We might have the same type of COVID situation going on again. Hopefully not, but we could. I just really hope we're not dealing with the additional variables again outside of the norm this year. Cause last year, like seeing, uh, seeing Aaron Rodgers hard snap, uh, like in, in visiting stadiums and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. just, there was just so much bullshit. There's no other way to put it. There was a lot of bullshit last year. And I, I hope there's less this year. Cause it's tough to bet the, the spreads and stuff without bullshit let alone yeah. you get your bet in and then all of a sudden up oh, COVID protocol, he's pulled off the sideline. Like, uh, are you kidding me? It's tough. The last thing I'll share about uh, the contest, and I think this is really interesting. He put out a few tweets that I saw, which is what sparked this entire, like tracking him down, seeing if he had any interviews, looking into the contest, whatever, yesterday. So he tweeted the teams he played against played against the most and teams he played the fewest amount of times and teams that he didn't bet I know one of the teams he probably uh, played the least Chiefs 
No, not on the list. Hmm. Teams he played the least. Um, and this is a three-year running total. So this is three seasons, 18, 19, 20. Three-year total. Cleveland and Denver played them both twice. Okay. And the Falcons he played four times over the last three years. His most played team over the last three seasons in this contest is Indianapolis, the Colts. Interesting. The teams he played against the most in 2020. I'll just give you the 2020 ones because that you know it's most relevant. Cleveland and Minnesota eleven times in 2020. Hmm. I faded Minnesota a lot last year too. Houston, Cleveland, ten. Jeez. That that's interesting, Tom. And you had to have thought that I think Houston was probably pretty big dogs last year. I don't remember exactly, but I think they were pretty big underdogs most games. I would think, right? Yeah, especially toward the second half of the season. Absolutely. Teams he didn't bet at all in 2020. Jets, Cleveland, and the Chiefs. Did you say the Chiefs on something earlier? I yeah, a different I, knew, list. I knew he teams he didn't far bet. away from the Chiefs. Anyone with a fucking brain didn't touch the Chiefs much last year, in my opinion. Yep. I'd bet them like literally twice the whole season. One of them was in the Super Bowl, unfortunately. But yep. I mean, the Chiefs the Chiefs are the Los Angeles Dodgers of the NFL. Yeah, you just can't be doing it. Can't be doing it. You agree or disagree with that statement? Oh, I, I agree. Agreed. So it's interesting stuff, though, Tom. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, so just something different. And looking forward to the contest and the NFL. Um, should be a lot of fun. I'm just really curious to see how we'll do in the contest. Um, hey. You know, I'm just curious. Between three entries, if we don't have at least one top 10 finish, it'd be disappointing. We'll see what we can do. Everybody's favorite time, NBA Finals. Is it over yet? Not quite. Maybe tonight. <laughs> I'm tired of the NBA. I think I'm just tired of the NBA. It's been a good finals. Don't get me wrong, but I'm over it. You've been over it since it started. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like here, Ricky? Talk me through, uh, what's this, game six, I believe, then. Game six. Let me give you the breakdown here of the way I'm seeing this one, Tom. I want to go through a couple of things that caught my eye because I'm going to be betting this game pretty heavy, and I got a pick on this one. So starting back in game four, this is just something I found really interesting. The Suns outshoot the Bucks from the field uh, 51% to 40%. They outshoot them from three, 30% to 24%. They outshoot them from the free throw line, Tom. They play a, essentially a much better game. However, they lose by six points, mainly because of 17 turnovers to the Bucks five. So we can chalk up game four to the Suns 
I guess losing the game due due to those turnovers. All right. So we, we have a little bit of an understanding of how that one went south, in my opinion. Now, here's what's when it gets really fucking weird. Now we jump to game five, where the Bucks win 123 to 119. From, in this game, this, the Suns shoot 55% from the field, and they shoot 68% from, the three, uh, from three, Tom. 68%. Wow. They went 13 of 19. Okay? So... They have an incredible game. They shoot 90% from the free throw line. Meanwhile, the Bucks shoot 50% from the free throw line. They they out uh they outshoot the Bucks. They bring the turnovers down. They they cut that 17 number all the way down to eight. And they actually have less turnovers than the Bucks in this game. The Bucks turn the ball over 11 times. All of that being said, they still lose the game by four points. It doesn't even add up, Tom. When you look at the the stats, the team stats, how could you outperform your opponent in every category and lose? <laughs> so for me, I hit a point with this where I'm saying, you know, and I think there's been one or two other games where the Suns actually outshot the Bucks and lost. So one other game, excuse me. So for me, Tom, the way that I'm approaching this spread tonight I wanted the Bucks bad. I think they're going to finish it. I said going into the last game, if the Suns lost, it was over. I'm going to double down on that statement and stand by it. Um, just to give you like some insight on the money splits and everything, line opens up, Tom, minus five. I'm seeing it uh, at minus four and a half and minus five right now. Are you seeing like a consensus number? I'm seeing four and a half or five. Open five down to four and a half. Okay, so roughly 70% of the public is back in the Suns. They're grabbing the five points um, for whatever that's worth. And so go, going back to my bet, the way that I see this one time, I wanted the Bucks bad. I can't lay the five. I just can't do it the way that these last two games ended everything being said that I just went through. I'm not laying five points. I think your options here are if you think the game's going to be tight. And if you think the Suns could steal it, which they certainly could, if you just look at the way they played um, and the way that each of the last two have gone down to the wire, you could grab the points, but I feel comfortable taking the money line here, Tom. Um, I'm actually going to throw my bet in right now. So I'm going to do a little odd shopping, pull my inner Tom out here, and just see where I can get the best money line number. Give me one second. And do you, you, you lean in one way or the other here, Tom? I will actually have a play on this, and I believe it is pretty sharp. It's a pretty sharp play. That's the Suns. Plus five. I don't hate it because I think it's going to be tight. But just just for my bet's sake, I'm going with three units. FanDuel has a minus 178 right now. That's the best number I'm finding. I just looked at five or six different books. Minus 178 on FanDuel. I'm going three units. I'm going big. Um, and I'm locked in. Very nice. 
Very nice. So money line on the Bucks. I'm on the Suns plus five. I think this is going to go to plus four consensus across the board um, here pretty soon. So we're going to get the best of the number before tip. And I think it's pretty sharp. To move the line in favor of the Suns uh, take some sharp action to do so. And I think that's what we're getting. So plus five with hopes that it falls to four and a half. That's what I'm doing. Suns plus five, one unit. And Tom, this is a huge pick for you. I know. You are, this is the determining pick of whether you're green or red on the year. And just because I know you do the same for me, I just want to throw this out there. Are you sure? Are you sure <laughs> you want the Suns? See, I'm minus 0.2 units, uh, which is kind of, yeah, right on the fringe. If I stop today, you know, the season or more or less would be a wash. 0.2 units, that's pretty much nothing. Um, however, if I catch a win, go into the green, even if it's only for 0.8 units, 0.7 units, would still be nice to see it. I you could lay Tom real quick. You could lay that same unit on the money line and get yourself into the green. You're right, but I don't. But I don't want to. I don't want to swing your pick. I, I'm just telling you the Bucks are going to mm-hmm. win this game. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm on the Suns. The thing is, I don't. You know, I don't change my like strategy just because I'm I want to be green for the season generally like across any of the sports that 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 I pick here um I kind of just keep doing what I'm doing obviously NBA is not a main thing for me so if I end up you know minus 1.2 units it's really not the end of the world as far as I'm concerned so I'd be okay with that I think tonight we both cash, Tom. Yeah, we. This game falls within five points. The Bucks win, and we both cash our ticket. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Do we know if Donnie is hedging? Oh, we don't. With his ticket, we don't. We will find out, though. We're gonna have to find out. I I doubt it. He doesn't seem of uh, much of a, a hedger to me. He, he doesn't, but, but we I'm can curious. ask him. We got to ask him. Um, so I'll ask him and we'll see. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Donnie's hedging. <laughs> see, I'm sure. I'm sure people are curious because Donnie, he's about to pull off a miracle. If the Suns could get this done for him, I, I'd be hedging. No question. If I was him, I'd be hammering the bucks tonight. But anyway, there you have it. Um, three plays for Tom. You got, you want me to recap your plays tom we've got one unit on the minnesota twins plus 150 tom's got one unit on the detroit tigers minus 110 money line and he's got one unit he's faded ricky he's got the suns did you get the plus five or plus four and a half five i always got find the, the suns best plus number. five so three plays total for tom just one play for me tonight, which is going to be a three-unit play on the Bucks money line at minus 178. You can get that on FanDuel right now. Uh, lock it in early because those numbers are moving. 
Very good. Bull day. Best of luck tonight. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Be back tomorrow. Recap the NBA. Look ahead to more MLB. And get ready to ramp up for football. So all good things here. SteadyPicks.com. SteadyPicks Radio. Good luck today.